0: hello everyone this is Swapnil, and you're listening to perspective the podcast produced by isbr business school bangalore in this podcast we'll introduce you to a very remarkable individual who has traversed multiple industries immersing themselves in the cutting-edge fields of aerospace engineering technology-driven startups and the ever-evolving landscape of business this individual has witnessed firsthand the triumphs challenges and transformative power of innovative in here to share the knowledge and adventures with you i welcome sudanshu paul hi sudanshu how are you
1: hey hi i'm very fine
0: okay so where are you right now
1: uh presently i'm in bombay i'm i'm working with ciet so it's my summer internship so okay. yeah i'm in bombay
0: like how's uh, bombay treating you the weather is good
1: uh i <laughs> see the bombay's <laughs> weather is very constant or similar like kerala So yeah, it's fine, but I I like the place. I I like it's happening and it's the nightlife is good and it actually the city never sleeps. So yeah, I like Bombay. I've been like Bombay.
0: Okay. Okay, okay, so Danchu. So we'll jump to the question because you're coming from very diverse fields, you know. So the questions will be, you know, about many things. So the first thing HY I want to ask you is I think it's very curious. Uh, I have the curiosity to know this, like what made you shift from Aerospace Engineering to MBA? Uh,
1: it, it, it feels like I'm giving my B-School interviews again. Uh, <laughs> okay. But yeah, I, 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 I think unorthodox choices, they are questioned more in life. So yeah, okay. I'll try to explain why I switched from Aerospace to MBA. So uh, when I start for Aerospace, so I had an interest in this field. When I was very young, I must I say like when I was in fourth or fifth standard, my dad gave me a book mm-hmm. uh, regarding to some kind of space and explanation stuff. So from that time, I had some kind of interest in aerospace, uh, but ultimately, you know, when we enter college the whole life, Scenario changes, right? So for me, when I entered my college, that is Punjab Engineering College and mm-hmm. uh, one of the greatest astronauts that is Kalpana Chawla from India, she also graduated from PEC only. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what, what I realized was uh, opportunities in India, they were very less. So, during my internship period also, during the internships in in, in my undergrad, there were very less companies that came for aerospace specifically, right? And Mm -hmm. also, I had this understanding after communicating or like talking to my uh, professors and colleagues or seniors, they said Mm -hmm. that... To continue or pursue this field, I need to do some kind of master just after my college, right? So that was a thing that, you know, uh, I was not very comfortable with. And as uh, like I mentioned internship period, so luckily I got internship with Uber. And while working with Uber, I understood that, yes, uh, I could be good in business also. So, So that was the start when I realized... Uh, that yes, this, this field is also like, it is very crucial Mm -hmm. in life. And also Mm -hmm. it's well-paying. And I had, I had good communication skills, I could talk to people and you know, I could come out with solutions. So I also found myself that yes, I could fit into this place. And yes, that is why I, I, you know, ultimately, I decided to switch from aerospace to MBA. And like, I'll I'll quote one of my professors from my undergrad. So he Mm -hmm. said, like, college is like, college is like, you know, a li- knife sharpening machine so how okay. much sharp you want the knife depends on the student right you 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 can make it a butter knife you could make it you know a katana ka kind of a sword mm-hmm. so yes then i, I chose that yes uh, majorly skills of skills that i could gain from my college i i've gained it and you know for to implement it i could choose any kind of field that personally suits me so yes business suited me because of uber and that is why i chose mba
0: afterwards okay so you were not it is not like you are not enjoying the aerospace uh, field it's just no, the business business made you more not. curious and more seemed more interesting to you yes
1: yes yes so i would not say that i i, I was not interested in aerospace uh okay. i i presently also i am very much interested in aerospace i i read a lot about what what kind of air aircrafts are coming what kind of engine developments are there you know so these these mm-hmm. kind of things still interest me but you know for when it comes to life i i, I at that time i chose uh, right after my college i want to earn right so that was mm-hmm. a, a very huge call for me also that i didn't wanted to spend more money travel in travel to another country and do my master's right just mm-hmm. after my college i wanted to earn money after my college and that is why i chose business and luckily i got a job with swiggy so yeah that worked very well for me
0: okay okay and the reason why i ask you this question i because you know what happened inside the b school interview is what you guys know which who has cracked the im interviews for like you know people who are actually preparing for these kind of exams and don't know like what are the things they can ask you and I know this, this, yep. uh, according to your profile, this, this might be a basic question, but yeah, people should know actually why, why, what was the reason to, you know, make a, I can say the drastic shift from aerospace engineering to MBA, but yes, Sudhanshu, the next thing which I want to ask you is, uh, so now you're interning with C At DARS, Okay. And you've had very good amount of work experience before also. So yep. because you have so much, so, uh, because you have a good amount of work experience, does it feel any change in turning right now with c tires or it does does it feel like it's same and monotonous uh
1: I would say it's it's kind of same only because you know as a person mm-hmm. i I really like enjoy i really like working you know i don't mm-hmm. like when i'm free so for me yeah. it's 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 kind of similar but yeah there are a couple of things you know that are different as compared to working with startups like uber and uh swiggy so mm-hmm. in seatt you you'll have a more a kind of a structured approach to everything there will be mm-hmm. processes that you need to follow and there will be some kind of timelines that you have to follow when you work right and mm-hmm. also uh you know the impact is huge when, when I was working with uh, Swiggy, most probably I could create an impact that was, you know, restricted to a locality or restricted to some kind of a city, let's say, Goodgaon or NCR in, in, in general. But right now, when I'm working with Swiggy, the impact is nationwide, right? So mm-hmm. that is that is a huge, crucial difference. And and in terms of work life, I guess it's, it's better here and see it because, you know, Swiggy, yeah. startups, you know, the work hours are very random. So you okay. can be, you can be working till 11, 12 or, you know, you can be working on weekends also, but here it's, it's more refined and it's more, uh, you know, I, I would say it's more definitive. Yes, this is the time you have to work and this is the time you will be free. And uh, mm-hmm. I guess that is, that is the biggest thing that I've seen uh, working with It, And also mm-hmm. I guess the exposure is huge because mm-hmm. uh, my, my project revolves around market research. So I had to travel the whole of India. And Mm -hmm. I had to, and I met, I guess, uh, 40, 50 odd dealers. So I I think for me personally, the exposure was very good. Uh, It was Mm -hmm. huge. And uh, also there were a couple of things that, you know, I could highlight in this uh, podcast. That is uh, the teammates that I'm working with, they're very helpful because I come from a very different kind of a background. So Mm -hmm. I have ideas that those people have not heard of, right? And those okay. ideas, they they don't they don't just criticize it. They they give a positive feedback to it. And you know, I build on these kind of ideas that are not implemented yet in the tire industry. So yes, uh, I guess teammates are very helpful. And overall experience, mm-hmm. I like it. I I very much like it. And uh, it's, it's better, I guess, compared to other companies that I have worked with.
0: Okay, so so we can take a point from here is like you know you mentioned how. Uh, organize and schedule the work in CR Tires, you know, the timings and these things matters. You know, what time you're logging in and what time you're logging out and and the kind of exposure you get. So, you mentioned that correctly. And with that, I have a question because uh, uh, you've also worked in Swiggy. Okay. So, yeah, you might have heard about ONDC, you know. So, I I want to ask you because uh, how do you see the market changing with the advent of ONDC? Like What it would be?
1: Uh, Yeah, very, very, I guess it's a very apt kind of a question because uh, open networks for digital commerce, uh, it's a big boom, Uh, I guess Mm government of India is pushing these kind of ideas and and I guess this is very important for people who have their own businesses, right? But Mm -hmm. when it comes to uh, competing with players like Zomato and Swiggy, Mm -hmm. I guess still there's a huge way forward. Because yeah. uh, I, I, I checked a couple of, you know, I, I checked over ONDCs and uh, site and then there were a couple of things, you know, that, that were not very user friendly, I would say. So as mm-hmm. a customer, why do you trust platforms? It's a basic question that every, you know, every startup will ask their customer that why are you trusting Uber or why are you trusting Swiggy or why are you trusting Zomato? So it mm-hmm. comes with the fact that they have a huge staff, right? There is a huge team that only works for operations. There is a huge team that only works for your order fulfillment. I must say, so True. these kind of things I think they are still missing in ONDC, and mm-hmm. also it's it's in a very uh, nascent stage. I could say because you you have a you have a restaurant listed on ONDC, you could mm-hmm. order from it, and you could have to add on buyer service from Dunzo to you know get that delivered to you so it's a process it's a hassle and I guess mm-hmm. right now what startups are solving is is the hassle because mm. that is the biggest thing that people don't want to spend their time on and yeah. yes ONDC for for uh, for restaurant it's a very good thing because if you are working with Swiggy or if you are working with Zomato, they these platforms take a lot of cut from their earnings yeah ride. commission
0: yeah but mm-hmm. that,
1: yeah yeah but that cut Comes f- f- so, I must call it cost for service, right? In, in very mm-hmm. basic business terms, it's a cost for service. If you are taking service, there will be a cost incurred with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, on mm-hmm. those lines only, these platforms have invested a lot to make your journey very easy right in in swiggy i guess if if you open the app within 20 seconds you could order and get a place an order and that order will reach to you in like 20 30 Mm -hmm. minutes right so Mm -hmm. that is the ease that these kind of platforms have created and i think ondc has a long way to you know catch up with this this kind of ease that people will get after it right yeah
0: yeah like even like we have to see like what impact can actually create because it's like very uh, now it it just has launched and it's, it has you know as you said miles to go. Uh, yeah. Also, yeah. It's a yeah.
1: Good, yeah. It's, a good thing. it's it's not a it's not a bad idea, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Government has to work more on understanding what exactly goes behind making these businesses success, right? So, what exactly mm-hmm. Swiggy did to make a normal restaurant delivery app reach? A, a unicorn and then ultimately I recently heard a news that it is profitable also so yes there is a yeah. huge work that goes into making these kind of companies and ONDC mm-hmm. obviously if, if time and efforts are given it can also be a uh, competitor to Zomato and we hmm
0: okay uh, so Dansha, the next thing which I want to ask you is uh, because you know <laughs> we can take a lot of questions from your work, work experience only even also associated with Zostel and uh, yeah. It's growing tremendously well, you know. So I want to understand like what makes Zostel a unique and popular choice among travelers and backpackers because they also have a GoStop, if you might have heard, GoStop, backpackers Mm -hmm, and these mm -hmm. kind of uh, competitors. So what makes Zostel different? So I guess
1: uh, if I'm not wrong, so Zostel started with a website, right? so mm. and that website was very easy to use so if you look at uh, look at zostel at around you know 2015 or 2016 yeah. that a platform was very easy to use It has mm-hmm. It had major locations Where you know mm-hmm. Foreigners used to travel it, Travel Because mm-hmm. Backpacking Is a not is not a very common trend In Indians right It was an exactly. induced mm-hmm. Kind of a trend That came from foreigners Right You know that mm-hmm. kind of People who yeah. Usually Visited with yeah. On low budgets And wanted cheaper stays And not only mm-hmm. Cheaper stays They don't want A huge room for themselves They just wanted A bed to sleep And an area To yeah. interact with other people Right So that yeah, yeah. was the crucial thing that Zostel tapped on at that moment right mm-hmm. and in with 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 that kind of thought process only they expanded and how they expanded mm-hmm. is also a very crucial point in this specific business because they instead of you know opening their own places, they mm-hmm. had some kind of deal partnership with local people. So they had properties who were run by local people. They leased it out, and then mm-hmm. they you know used to give them support, used to train them, and then on their place they used to give them support, train them, and then used to take the property forward. So that is also mm-hmm. a very crucial process. If you if you look to, into a fact, like if if there is a place in in Spiti that is in Himachal Pradesh, so yeah. a company that is based out of Delhi and they decide Mm -hmm. to open a, a hostel or some kind of a stay in Spiti, they won't exactly match the whole place, right? They'll be Mm -hmm. still outsiders in that place. But if you have a local person, if you have a local person that is operating that place, it'll create a huge impact because that person will be aware of all the nearby places. That person will be aware of all the nearby spots where you could see Mm -hmm. great views and where you could, you know, have some kind of an experience. So that is, that is also one of a crucial factor that, you know, Zomato tapped into very initially at their growth stage, right? And... Mm. Other uh, there other models like Z- Zostel homes that is also a very good thing because I guess these other startups they already like I- I've heard of mustache I've heard of hostlers so they have their own brand but mm-hmm. when it comes to feeling that place you know when it comes to living in that place when it comes to absorbing that place you need mm-hmm. some kind of local touch right okay, unless yeah. it, until you have you have a, some kind of a local person there it's it's impossible to feel the real place right so that True. is that is I think that is also a very crucial factor that Zamato tapped into it at very early stage so yeah mm-hmm. I, I guess most I have covered most of the points that made uh sorry Zostel, Zostel. very uh unique right yeah so yeah. yeah that is it I guess for Zostel yeah I,
0: I can I know like what exactly where your work was when you were doing uh interning I guess with Zostel
1: See, I, I was w- at a very small position. So, one of my college seniors, his okay. uh, his brother uh, was, I guess, he, he was in the founding team of Sostal, right? And okay. so, they wanted to expand in Himachal. So, okay. I am from Himachal and my friend, he was also from Himachal. So, we were given a job to understand what exactly is the tourist inflow in the in region of Kinor and Spiti and how much seasons these places are operational, how much... Backpackers are entering into these places so it was kind of a market research only uh, what I mm-hmm. did and okay. ultimately based on it uh, Zostel Spiti was launched so we we met a person who was running this place in Spiti, Kaza uh, okay. and we ultimately got that person on board with Zostel and I guess that is now Zostel Spiti.
0: Amazing, amazing. <laughs> uh, okay, okay Sudhanju. Uh, uh, the last question which I want to ask you is uh, about iamkohi code you know Uh, i wanted to know the experience so far like how do you feel uh the institute you know the key differences the institute have with other institutes according to you Mm.
1: okay okay uh see i have my friends in other b schools also so Mm -hmm. one of the major thing that i would tell you know that is the campus is very beautiful it's very beautiful so uh, just to describe it's located between two hillocks and it's a very beautiful kind of a place. Uh, it Majorly, if there are no classes, I would say it would look like a resort. <laughs> so, yeah, the first of all, first crucial thing for I am Code is the location. It's very beautiful. The place is calm. So, you know, B-schools are tiring. B-schools are filled with hustle. And, you know, if you have a place that is beautiful, it reduces some kind of stress as a student also. Uh, secondly, okay. uh, what, I, what I must highlight is uh, the curriculum. So there are a couple of subjects that are very much relevant to the present day scenario. So uh, there is one subject called business model for digital economies. It's a very, mm-hmm. it's I guess it. I am is the first college to have this this subject, and it's very yeah. relevant. You know, th- this mm-hmm. subject majorly focuses on how modern businesses are evolving with respect to the inflow of the digital technologies and the innovations that are there right so that subjects give you that subject give you a perspective on how businesses that were orthodox that i must say like tata and reliance which were you know old school kind of businesses how they adopted The digital transformation and how they you know transformed into a very huge company just because of the help of couple of digital interventions so this this curriculum i must say it's it's very up to date and it's very relevant to people who you know who will be working with companies and uh thirdly i guess uh, it's, it's it's a common thing with all the B-Schools uh, you meet people from all of the places in India and all of the backgrounds that you would expect so I have mm-hmm. lawyers studying with me I have architects studying with me I have Doctors studying with me, right? So Mm. this this kind of interaction, it gives a different kind of perspective to your thought process. So, Mm. see, engineers are very, very much abundant in our country. So we we are trained, we are trained to, you know, think on a very streamlined kind of a structure. Mm. That is, you know, find the problem, solve for it, and then you know, analyze how your solution is. That is how engineers are taught. But you know, different, different people from different professions, they have a very unique way of dealing with different kind of problems. And, you know, they mm-hmm. have a very unique way of finding solutions to it. So, yeah, that is, yeah. that is, that has been personally, it has been a unique experience for me. And uh, more or less, I guess, the whole experience for me in IMK is more of uh, educative. Plus, it it has been more of understanding the customers in a better way. Because mm. potentially these people will be our customers, right? in the future when you are working with companies. So these people will grow up and these will be your potential customers. So it has also given me an opportunity to understand what exactly the market looks like. What exactly are their preferences? What exactly Mm -hmm. they look for when it comes to brands and all right. So for me, this has been this journey till now for a year, it has been very educative and I I guess I've enjoyed it a lot. And yeah, that is it for IMK. Yeah
0: plus i will not forget to mention the campus how beautiful it is
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's yeah. beautiful dude i just i just t- yeah. told like if you remove the classes and if you remove the professors it will yeah. be a resort for sure it will be a resort
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah like i i've seen one post in that you know it, it was mentioned the india's top uh, i mean most beautiful campuses and i think kohigur was first in that and no doubt it is yeah, because yeah. it's very beautiful Okay, yeah. Sudhanshu. So, yeah, you want to add something?
1: Uh, no, that is that is it from my side, dude.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay, Sudhanshu, so this was it. And uh, I thank you for joining the podcast. It was like we were planning the podcast from a long time and finally we did it. Thank you so much for giving your time.
1: Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I, I also enjoyed it and I hope your podcast which is You know, number you are helping for your subscribers.
0: No, it's not about number. I think what people will be looking about, you know, you have a very diverse profile and uh, the switch you made from aerospace to MBA. And also about, we talked about the recent activities. Plus, yes, yes, people, I'm going to link, I'm going to pin down uh, Sudhanshu LinkedIn profile. You can reach out to him. He's a very talented person, (laughs) which I can say. And yes, thank you Sudhanshu for joining once again. Thanks. Bye. And thank you listeners for joining. It's a goodbye from my side. See you in the next podcast.